This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're tuning into the show and you hear a question or you have a question about something you're hearing, then definitely give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Definitely also visit us online at www.taraenolan. While you're at the website, you can see what we look like. And then you can also click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Uh, we have a lot of educational shows and we love it that people can go back and, and pick the topics that are of interest because success in retirement planning all starts with good education so that you can ask good questions because nobody knows all the answers, but you can come up with a lot of good questions. So we're going to be talking today about a guide to Roth IRAs. But before we jump into that conversation, let me touch base with my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing well, today? Well, I'm here. I'm alive and awake. I've had my coffee this morning, so I'm doing good. Doing good, Tara. Thanks for asking. And Seriously, thanks for having me on the show. I love doing the show with you each week. We have a lot of fun. Um, even when we're not making fun of Chris, uh, you and I have fun on the show. Uh, that's that's not all we do. <laughs> uh, but no, we had a really interesting topic uh, the past few weeks. We've had some interesting topics, especially considering everything that's going on. But uh, I'm doing good here. How are you doing? Tony, we're I'm, I'm doing really well. I'm actually that's starting to finally warm up, so I'm being able to get outside and run. And you know, I always feel better. I don't ever like running, but I always feel good when I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I was I was laughing the other day. Like there's you know there's things you can do. You're like, well, that was a waste of my time. But I never get done with a run and say, I wish I hadn't have done that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's true. You're you feel better. It gets those uh, the endorphins, I guess, pumping, and uh, and uh, really, it's good for you. You know, as long as you uh, know know well, your pace. Yeah, well, you just have to go slow. I always just pick a distance, and I can go as slow as I want. And and I like with our our medical uh, commander in the military group that I'm in. He says says one of the best things you can do to help protect yourself against COVID is to be fit. You know, the the same things that doctors always tell you: Are you eating your vegetables? Are you getting your exercise? So I, I try to. Try to live and do what I recommend other people yeah. do. Well, there you go. Sometimes well, it's hard, of though. of course. It's hard for all of us. That's true. Uh, well, now, I know that uh, all things considered out there, like most people, I, I just try. I'm trying to focus on work, keep my eye on the ones I care about. My family's doing well. And, of course, I still follow the news a little bit with everything that's going on. But I'm sure like a lot of people... Uh, out there. I want to do my part uh, to help get us through this whole COVID-19 pandemic, but I'm also eager for a return to some degree of normalcy. And I think uh, you've picked a good topic today uh, that our listeners are going to be interested in uh, because of all the factors that have kind of come together uh, with our economy, with taxes being low, 
uh, talking about Roth IRAs and Roth conversion. So I guess let's start with the basics. What's a Roth IRA, Tara? Well, I, I love that you said, let's start with the basics. And so for those folks out there listening that like to do their own research, Investopedia is an excellent source for a lot of information. So it's a good starting spot when you're trying to get yourself educated. And they had a really good article, Tony, called Roth IRAs, The Complete Guide. And, you know, it's great information. Of course, I mean, the best guide is going to be the IRS if you can stay awake to work your way through it. <laughs> but a Roth IRA, Tony, it's a tax advantage retirement savings account that lets you withdraw money tax free. So it's kind of that question. So you pay taxes when you put the money into the account. When you pull the money out, then it comes out tax free. So, you know, traditional IRAs, you pay, you don't pay taxes on the way in, but then you're going to pay taxes when the money comes out. So it's kind of that question of, you know, 5% of $1,000 or do you want to pay 5% of $100,000? Well, yeah, exactly. I want to pay 5% of the smaller amount, right? In taxes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's that farmer question that they ask. Would you rather pay tax on the seed or on the crop? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So a Roth IRA basically is a retirement account where you have already paid taxes on the money that you put into it, uh, which means you don't have to pay taxes on that money as it comes out of your account or even on the uh, money that grows, right? So what are some of the other basic building blocks of Roth IRAs? Well, and let's just think about that really quick for a second, Tony, is this ties into it. There's so much education that has to go on here because a lot of people, Tony, think that when they retire, they're going to be in a lower tax bracket. But the thing is, is people tend to get more successful than they think they're going to be. So when you're in your 30s, you don't make much money yet so that you don't understand that by the time you retire, you're going to be making a lot more money. So it's very important the as you can to try to get your money as tax free as you can, because you don't want to be paying higher taxes when you're in a higher tax bracket. But does that so that kind of makes sense before we jump into the building? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it seems like Roth IRAs are similar uh, for a, a lot to a lot of other retirement income products that are out there. Uh, but I'm guessing there's some key differences, right? Well, there definitely are. So it's very important to note that with a Roth IRA, if you make too much money, you're not allowed to contribute. Oh. So those minimums change every year. So it's a great tool when you're younger. And Tony, it's a great tool if you're a small business owner because you can manage how your income is structured and how much money you're allowed to to contribute. So you definitely want to look at those things. But, you know, I mean, Roth IRAs are very similar. I mean, essentially, a Roth IRA is not an income product. A Roth IRA is a tax category. So inside a Roth IRA, you could have a mutual fund. Tony, with I have an IRA that I actually own a rental property in. So oh. a Roth IRA, think of it, it's like a bucket. So in that bucket, you could put mutual funds, you could put annuities. You know, I have a, um, a rental property. So the Roth is just the bucket that your investment is in. So that's probably a, a very key thing that people need to understand is a Roth IRA can be many things. What's important about it is that you don't pay taxes when you pull the money out. Yeah, that is that is really uh, a good advantage then uh, to tax-free income in retirement. That's huge. 
Now, uh, it seems like uh, Roths are a great option, but obviously you're right. There's some limitations. If you make too much money, you're not qualified to have a Roth. But how do you fund a Roth? How are Roth IRAs funded? Well, there's a lot of different ways. So, you know, the basic way is there's a lot of uh, you can just start a regular contribution every year. So I recommend like every everyone who starts to work, you know, when you graduate college or you start your job just to set up a Roth IRA, even if it's just a little bit of money. So you want to start those up right away. You can do spousal IRA contributions, which is a good thing, especially for those stay at home moms. So that because don't tell me they're not working, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> So you can do spousal IRA contributions. Probably one of the biggest ones we see, Tony, is a rollover contribution. So if you had a 401k at work that was not a Roth, so it's a traditional account, when you retire, you definitely want to roll those over into a Roth account, pay the taxes up front, because then the money continues to grow tax-free. So kind of a lot of, basically all the same ways as other things. Um, it's just the key that you always want to sit down with your financial planner is to talk about, well, how do I get my money into a Roth account as soon as possible? Because sometimes you want to look at the timing of things, but that should be like a question. If you're listening to the show, make sure you write that down. When you go talk to your financial planner and you look over everything you have, the first question you should say is, how do I make this money Roth? Because essentially you're asking, how do I try to make my money tax-free? And that should take you down the path of really analyzing what you have and trying to make your money tax-free as soon as possible. So I feel like I'm rapid firing these questions at you today, Tara, but I'm really interested in this. How does a person go about opening a Roth? You know, Tony, I, I love this question because it just reminded me of an example is I had a client that came to me and when she when she sat down, Tony, she had six Roth accounts. And wow. here's what had happened was when she went to her bank, they always had a marketing ad in the bank window every year, uh, set up your Roth account this year. And so what she did, Tony, is every single year with her bank, she opened a new Roth account. And for her Roth account, she just had a savings account, but she had six of them. So she opened one every single year, but just because she didn't understand what they were. And so that was one of the first things we did with this client, Tony, is we said, let's just consolidate those into one account because she was paying fees for six different accounts that were all savings accounts. So just because she didn't understand, she didn't ask the question. I was a little surprised that, that someone hadn't walked her through that. But then again, if she hadn't shared with them that she already had a Roth, they, they may not have known. So one of the things that we looked at, and this is one of the first things we'll look at is, if, especially if you've had different jobs in different places, you can actually have multiple accounts. So one of the things we like to do is, is streamline what you're doing so that you're not trying to manage 10 different things, unless there's a reason, well, right? Yeah, but uh, too many plates, you're too many spinning plates trying to keep them all in the air at once, right? Exactly. And it's a lot of times it's just becomes something that people collect over the years because they'll start an account and then they'll stop funding it. But just because you started an IRA and stopped funding it, that that IRA is still there. So it's easy to kind of I, I call, call them your cats and dogs collection. Right. So you always want to go through and and just kind of look at that junk drawer of all the different um, accounts that you have and, and consolidate them and then put them to work for you. Because when your money is broken up into a lot of different small places, a lot of times you can't make as powerful an investment as when you pull uh, money together. Yeah. 
Uh, that's wisdom right there. Uh, that's why we do the show right there, Tara. And I know you love to help educate people, but we're almost out of time for this first segment. We have to take a quick break before we continue. And before the break, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Well, Tony, for those folks listening today, the takeaway right now should be if you don't have an IRA, my first question is you should be asking why, because everybody should have an IRA unless you just make so much money you can't. (laughs) And but either way, Tony, if you don't have an IRA, you should know why you don't have an IRA. So, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers that really want to dig into this Roth IRA question to make sure that they have what they should have. So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. If you wanna know if you have a Roth or you should have a Roth or are you managing your Roth the right way, please give Chris and I a call, 719-210-4242 and we'll set up that telephone consult right away. All right, thanks Tara. And we'll be right back with more of this conversation about how Roth IRAs may be a good tool for creating retirement income with our host Tara Nolan here on Nolan Financial Radio. Hello, this is Tara Nolan of Nolan Financial. And I wanna tell you about a very special event we are hosting this fall. Chris and I are gonna be offering our one day financial planning workshop. It starts with a seminar to talk about your financial health. Then we will have activities on goal setting, budgeting, knowing how much you need, helpful tips, and more, all for no cost. I would like to offer our listeners the opportunity to attend 719-210-4242. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're listening to the show and you have a question you want a little more information about, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're visiting my site, be sure to click on the radio page. You can check out the past shows. We have a lot of different educational topics. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, because it's all about getting the most information to ask the best questions. So, so far today, we've been looking under the hood of Roth IRAs so that our listeners can decide if they have that as part of their financial plan, and if they don't, why not? Yeah, there you go. Why not? So, and you know, why not is Tony spelled backwards. So I've got, <laughs> so I've got that going for me, too, which is, which is nice. That's uh, which awesome. is nice. Well, I, I know I'm certainly thinking more about what a Roth IRA could do for my retirement pocketbook uh, and plans. Uh, tell us more about qualified distributions from a Roth IRA. How does that work? Well, I like you that you brought this up, Tony, right? Because we always got to get into the catches because nothing happens without without little sure. catches. Sure. <laughs> so and the Investopedia article, Roth IRAs, the complete guide will help you with this. But it's all about with the government, they let you have your money and have it protected, but then there's penalties if you take it out early, right? So you just want to understand that when you put the money in, the the government is letting your money go and grow tax-free, but then there's rules about when you can pull the money out because the big picture is one of the reasons the government lets you set up these IRAs is they want people to build nest eggs so that when they get older, they can take care of themselves. Ah, there you go. And, you know, uh, there's always a catch. Uh, One thing I'm curious about, though, and I bet a lot of listeners are as well, and and that's uh, 
are some of the things you can use to determine whether or not you want to choose a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA? Uh, break that down for us a bit. How, how do they compare and why would we choose a Roth or a traditional? Well, Tony, you're setting up the fight between myself and the CPA. Because <laughs> <laughs> CPAs look at how to save you money today. And as a financial planner, I'm looking at how to save you money in retirement. And so the big picture is, is if you set up a traditional account, then you get to have a tax break right away. And so depending on what's going on in your life and and especially, Tony, for like people that have a W-2 job, but then they also own some rental properties and maybe they have a home business. It gets a little complicated and it's really important. I say that as, as a joke, though, but you definitely want to have the CPA as part of your retirement planning team. But. More and more, Tony, as a financial planner, I'm always going to try to look for that long term. How do we get your money in a tax free status? So but you need to understand if you put the money in a traditional account today, you get a tax break immediately. If you put it in a Roth, then it means you're going to have that tax break down the road. So, Tony, here's the question I usually ask people is, do you think taxes are going to go up or down when you're retired? Uh, They're going to go up. (laughs) We know they're going to go up when these... The, the, we, taxes are on sale right now, right? Exactly. So that's always the safe bet is maybe taxes will go down, but I wouldn't bet on that. I wouldn't take that bet. <laughs> so uh, the bigger picture, I think, long term for success, setting you up for success in retirement is to always try to get your money in a tax free situation. And, and then the other thing, Tony, I know we're not supposed to talk about politics, but I like to have my money tax free so that I don't care what the government does in terms of politics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh, <laughs> Who needs right? that stress yeah. when you're retired? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's that's not something you want. So you, you really, I think a Roth IRA has a lot of advantages. Uh, but again, there are qualifications, right? Um, obviously, uh, you could say it sounds too great, right? I mean, there has to be a but in here somewhere. Well, you know, it's just just like everything is that you're you're going to pay the taxes now and it's going to grow but then you're not going to have access to that money but that's going to be true tony for any kind of investment vehicle that you use that has some tax advantaged account so whether it's an annuity because annuities give you a tax deferred status or um, traditional iras or 401ks and what makes you have to leave the money alone and not be able to touch it essentially you're not as liquid is that you're getting a benefit in terms of taxes. And so that goes back to that balance of if you want liquid money that you have access to, that's when you just set up a straight mutual fund or something in the market that is your money and you can do what you want with it. So the the catch is always anytime you're getting a tax break from the government in any kind of format, there's, there's going to be a catch about when you can touch that money. Yeah. Yeah, the government. Uncle Sam, he always wants to get his share, right? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And, and it yeah. comes back to if the government is taking care of us, it's okay. It's when the government starts falling down on the job of taking care of us that we start to say, well, what are we paying for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, certainly by beginning to save with an IRA early on, investors can see a greater benefit from compounding interest because the uh, that initial investment and its earnings are reinvested and produce more earnings, which are then reinvested and so on and so on. Absolutely, Tony. Money, your best friend with money is always time. 
And and I think about compound interest is you have a job, your money should have a job too. And your that's how your money works for you is when you have it somewhere where you're earning compound interest. So it's very important that you have your money somewhere where it's growing and it has the time to grow. And it's so important. That's why with the younger folks, Tony, even if they're just starting out with something like a hundred bucks a month, it still will make a difference. And starting early will always get you farther down the road than trying to wait until you're older to play catch up. Yeah. Yeah, true. And it seems like there are some clear distinctions between Roths and traditional IRAs uh, that are easy to grasp. But that being said, it seems like it's really a good time to probably remind our listeners they need to work with a trusted financial professional who's going to be able to take the time to peel back every layer uh, of choosing between a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Now, what do you have next for us? Well, Tony, yeah, you're absolutely right. Is some people choose to open or convert to a Roth IRA because they're they're nervous about the potential future tax increase because that's probably the most likely scenario. You know, my crystal ball doesn't work that well. And so <laughs> what a Roth does is it allows you to pay taxes at the current rate and then it doesn't matter to you what happens. But um, high earners who are able to contribute to Roth retirement plans, Tony, can do that through their employer because it's becoming more and more common now that 401ks are also being allowed to be Roths or at least a certain portion of that. So with my clients, Tony, that are still working, that's always one of the first homework assignments I give them is to go look at their 401k plan with the company and see if they can make it a Roth and if they can roll the money that they have into that Roth. But basically, how much of their money can they make Roth today? And so that's one of the things that we definitely want to look at because when they roll those those plans in, then you're just, you're setting yourself up so that when you retire, the money is yours. Because think about it like this, Tony, if you have a traditional 401k, you have $100,000, you think you have $100,000 and it's a little frustrating when you sit down and you go, I only have about $70,000 because 30% of that money is taxable. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that frustrating? with a traditional account. And so when you have a Roth account, that money that's in the account is actually your money. So that's one of the things that we really like to look at. And the thing too also, Tony, is Roth IRAs don't have those mandatory distributions. So, you know, I have clients right now, Tony, that have their money in traditional and they're having to pay these required minimum distributions. With Ross and traditional IRAs, uh, with traditional IRAs, uh, you have to take those required minimum distributions. But with Roths, that's not the case, is it? It is, Tony. And I can tell you that it's it's a big challenge with I have a lot of, of couples who, let's say the husband is retired and has 401ks and the wife is still working and they're having to take money out of his retirement account and they don't need it because the wife is still working. And so instead of being able to leave that money in that 401k to keep growing, then they're being forced to take the money out and then it shows more income. So there's a lot of downsides. So it's really, there's a lot of good things. Tony, think about it like this. The more you can be in control and in the driver's seat of your money, I find the happier people are. Yep. And so a Roth, a Roth account, let you decide when you want to take the money. You don't pay the, the extra taxes when it comes out. So you get to be in the yeah. driver's seat a lot more. And Tony, I find people are just happier when the more they feel like they're in control of their money, yeah, the happier definitely. they are. 
Well, you know what, Tara? There's still one piece of the Roth IRA puzzle that I'm curious about, and that's Roth IRA conversions. Can you give us some insight into that one? You know, Tony, I can. So if you're listening to this piece, you may want to take out your pencil and paper because this is good to understand. And this comes up, Tony, with a lot of folks is how do I convert the money from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA? And it's it's not very hard, but it's sometimes it's it's paperwork. Right, Tony? We always talk about in the government anyway, that nothing happens until the paperwork's done. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> So, so the IRS spells out three basic ways. So get your pencil ready. So the first way is a rollover. And so what this means is you take a distribution from your traditional IRA with a check, and then you deposit that money into your Roth account. And I'm going to foot stomp this, Tony. It has to be within 60 days. So if you take money out of your traditional IRA and you hold on to it for 70 days, then you're going to have to pay the fees, because the government treats that like you took a dispersal from your account. But you have 60 days to get that money into the Roth account, and it just happens. Now, you are going to have to pay the taxes when you do that, but just the the difference. But 60 days is the thing for the rollover. Now, there also is a way to do it, Tony, where we call it a trustee-to-trustee transfer, in which you instruct the financial institution that manages your traditional IRA to transfer that money into a Roth account at a different institution. So if you're like switching, you're deciding to work with a new financial planner, that financial planner will help you take the, the IRA you currently have. And what happens is the money just goes directly from the trustee to the trustee. So they don't send you a check. So it just happens company to company on your behalf. And that that protects you, Tony, from that 60 day window to make sure you get the money into the new account. And then there is also, Tony, a same trustee transfer where you direct the financial institution that holds your traditional IRA to transfer money into a Roth account at the same institution. And Tony, I have quite a few clients that are in that process now that they're not leaving and moving to a different company, but they're just moving the money from a traditional account to a Roth account. And so this is particularly happens a lot, Tony, with um, when you're looking at if you have a large a traditional account and for tax purposes you're going to spread out how much money you transfer into that Roth over a period of let's say you know five to seven years so you're not actually leaving the company but you're just moving it more slowly to make sure that you don't pay more taxes than you yeah. need to so those are the three primary ways yeah that and I think that's happens. really important and you know what we're out of time for today's show already it just flew by once again And I think it's great that we covered Roth IRAs and Roth conversions today. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, just the big thing, Tony, we always like to cover all the gotchas. So just remember that when you do do a conversion, you're going to have to pay those taxes. So don't be surprised. And you should get that education when you go through the process. But Tony, this, this question today is just looking at if you don't have a Roth IRA, why not? And if there's a good reason, great. But I don't want anybody out there that could have a Roth that doesn't just because they don't know. So now you know. (laughs) So, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers that really want to call and say, I need to get a Roth IRA and I want your help. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. And Chris and I are standing by ready to help those folks that are ready to help themselves get their money Roth. 
Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.